Hi, you're listening to Saints Unscripted. Each episode is available to view on YouTube, so be sure to check us out. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hello again, world. Today... Oh my gosh, I should have <laughs> done it. I hello, should... world, so much. <laughs> Tanner is going to share his story with us today. He's a convert to the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and he runs a uh, a YouTube channel that's kind of similar to ours. Do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, Outcasted. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, just some friends and I got together, and we just decided that we want to put together some gospel-related um, s- films, videos, whatever you want to call them, that were sort of entertaining and, and kind of heavy on editing. And, yeah. and so that's what we do. It's pretty fun. It's spiritual funny we there's don't lots of there's lots of like this stuff going on <laughs> talking to the camera. but it's good yeah it's fun it's good we have a good time i watched your uh flossing uh, oh yeah today yeah actually yeah it's uh, on point right yeah i mean come on yeah now. Come on. Flossing oh yeah this? i totally yeah, it's, it's this where did Whoa. you watch him do flossing? On his channel. Oh, like in one of your videos, or that's the whole video? On the on the intro, one of the videos. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, if you did a whole video on that, then... No, not on I, flossing, okay. I promise. <laughs> I'm not that good. <laughs> so if you're wondering what flossing has to do with the gospel... Go watch Outcast. Go, go yeah. watch Outcast. <laughs> it's a fun time. So tell us about yourself. Where are you from? What's your background? How are you here in the church nowadays? Yeah, so I am originally from uh, Yakinville, North Carolina. Long way away, you probably never heard of it. Mm-hmm. It's like this big. <laughs> and um, born and raised Southern Baptist. Um, found myself growing up believing that anything outside of the church is you're kind of going to hell a little bit. And um, I got to high school, and I so I, I'm okay, first off, I'm a huge sports fan. Okay, humongous uh, sports fan, like yeah, beyond word sports. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, and so I got to high school. I was yes. hoping to make the JV, sorry, the varsity team okay. in basketball. Oh, oh basketball? Basketball, yep. Okay. And I got into a lot of trouble, and I got cut. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. I got cut, and uh, it just broke me, and then my principal put me in theater class. Nice. No. That's what I'm talking about. No, you were not enthusiastic oh. towards No, theater. see, I, I got in trouble, and so therefore my punishment was like being put into a separate class. No, right? no, 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 oh no. God. I have seen this movie. This is a walk to remember. <laughs> really? I have seen this. David, I love that movie. Have you read the book? No, I haven't, but the it is one of the so three bad. movies that I have cried in. I will admit I love a walk to remember. So, yeah, so uh, I got put in a theater class, and obviously, like, as a as a jock, that's not kind of what you do and I just fell in love with it just absolutely fell in love this with it this is theater. the movie <laughs> this is the movie I get more comparisions to like high school musical rather than that's obvi- true high school yeah. musical similar yeah okay. it definitely gets more comparison okay. to Troy Bolton than it does alright alright oh, a, a we kid just to drown or like fall in the water or whatever yeah, anyways yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so, yeah, I loved it, fell in love with it. In 2011, the Book of Mormon musical came out. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'd never really, like, heard of Mormons. At the time, you call them Mormons. And uh, the next thing I know, I'm literally on a plane to New York. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm watching the musical. Really? Yeah. I just went up there to watch it. And so you went just for the musical? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I started listening to the music. Wow. And it was just like, 
The music is good. The music is amazing. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And it's still like, I know I get a lot, I get, I get a ton of flack for saying this still, but uh, it's still my favorite musical. Okay. I yeah. know. I know. Uh, but um, yeah, I went there to watch it. And again, I'd never heard of the religion. I didn't think it was a real religion at the time. And I uh, came back and started researching and I found that, that you were real. And everyone was real, and and, <laughs> yeah. and it was just a you know a weird ordeal. We exist. Uh, you do, and so about six months later, I um, I decided that I wanted to show up to a just unannounced to a meeting house. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I, re I really wanted to meet a real Mormon. Yeah, that's all I wanted to do. That's so okay. interesting. What, I was on a plane to Australia once, and I sat next to this guy who was going to see the Book of Mormon musical. Oh man! And he found out that I was a Latter Day Saint, and he was like. <laughs> Can I take your picture? Like, <laughs> apparently people don't know we're actually real people. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's hilarious. So you showed up at a meeting house. Mm -hmm. Wait, question though first. Sure. So you were Baptist. Mm -hmm. Were you like super into your religion or what was your like spirituality like like before all that? I would say my trouble correlated well with my religion at the time. I grew up with my grandparents, so mm -hmm. we're talking like staunch Southern Baptists, right? Okay. So like yeah. like very, very hardcore. Yeah. And so I was raised when I was young, very naive, very like accustomed to the culture, like I was pretty staunch in that until I hit mm -hmm. high school and then kind of fell away. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, so you showed so up at a meeting. Up, yeah, showed up to a meeting, and um, I just sat directly behind these two girls with these little dorky black name tags. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I just, just right behind them. I know, right? <laughs> And uh, after sacrament was over, they turned around and they uh, they asked me where I was from and what ward I was from. And this is the mistake that I made, right? It was a huge mistake. I said, what in the world is a ward? Oh. And they just looked like they wanted to eat me alive. I, I, I <laughs> they looked like they wanted to kill me. And, uh, yeah, just, well, just really like eat oh, me, okay, right? Okay. Like a turkey. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Um, and, uh, and then they just kind of talked to me for a little bit and it seemed like we sat there for probably 20, 25 minutes. And, uh, um, I had agreed at this point to, to meet with them on Thursday nights. Um, so I went home and just asked my grandparents if they wouldn't mind, uh, meeting with the Mormon missionaries or if I met with them. And, um, they said that if you meet with them, then you will be displaced from the home. And, oh um, gosh. yeah, it was crazy because remember Southern Baptists, they take their religion very, very, very seriously. Yeah. Um, I knew some Southern Baptists growing up that would, um, I'm not sure if you're, if you're familiar with, um, the scripture in the Sermon on the Mount where Christ talks about like going into the closet and praying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I knew a lot of families that went to a closet and prayed, oh. right? Cause the Sermon on the Mount's a very big deal in Southern yeah. Baptists. They live by that. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, how and old were you at this time? I would have been this would have been 17, okay. 17, right at 17. And uh, this is the first time I'd, been, I'd ever become intrigued with religion, like on my own without running off of my grandparents, sort of, okay. you know, say so. And um, yeah, so they told me I couldn't meet with them. And uh, so I agreed to it. Obviously, I'm not going to meet with them. Uh, but of course, I did. You know, kind of went behind their back and met yeah. with them for a little while. Where did you meet with them? Uh, at McDonald's. And oh, my gosh. Yeah, so I met with them at McDonald's, mm. met with the Arby's. I, I think Burger King was in there for a few times. Mm. I mean, it was always over a dinner. I'm loving it. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> that was good. That was good. I like it. And, uh, and so, yeah, um, they were just awesome. They were awesome sister missionaries and they explained to me, explained things to me in a way that I really understood things, right? Mm -hmm. um, and then 
long story short, it just started to click for me. Um, I, I went into it. I had a little bag tobacco issue. I was a big partier, you know, alcohol, marijuana, all of it. I was just, I was very much a part of it. Tattoos, you know, it was mm -hmm. just, it was sort of lifestyle that I was living at the time. And, um, but as soon as those sisters, I don't, and, and like, like everyone asked me, like, what was the moment that everything just sort of changed? I don't know. Mm -hmm. I think it was just a culminating, it was just an overarching meeting with them one by one, day by day, mm -hmm. and it just be, kind of became more transparent to me that, yeah. that the gospel was true. I feel like that's more common, too, mm -hmm. in just people I've met, that there's not one moment where, like, it all clicks and it all right. happens. It's usually over time. Right. So that's really interesting. Yeah, it was It was a great experience. And, Until uh, you had to face your grandparents. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. How did that yeah. all go down? So um, they invited me to be baptized. Not your grandparents. Not my grandparents. <laughs> absolutely stinking not. They did not want me to do that. They invited you to repent. <laughs> in, a, in a very mean way, as yes. a matter of fact. They oh. did. Um, I went home that evening after being invited to be baptized. And uh, my grandma, who was like my best friend, right? Like I wasn't raised by my parents. And so really all I knew all my life was my grandparents. And... She was sort of my, my baby. You know what I mean? She was yeah. my girl. Yeah. And um, and she just stood up after I had told her what I was going to do, and she just pointed to the door, and that's all she wrote. Man. And uh, that's the first time I can ever remember like her being. I mean, I was spoiled. You know, I'm a, I'm a grandbaby, right? I was I was very much spoiled. That's the first time I can ever remember her. Um maliciously speaking or anything it was she took her, her religion very very real and she felt like her salvation was hinging on mine hmm. if if she housed a mormon oh, right okay. wow she felt very strongly about that that she would have to answer to god for that yeah um and sometimes i tell the story and people like I make it out like they're crazy people, and they're really not. They're some of the most loving people that you've ever right. met. My family's great, right? Um, just, I mean, they're Southern, hospitable Southern people, right? But they just did not like this for whatever yeah. reason. And um, and so the thing about my little county is that it's so little, Yakinville, is that if one person finds out that Tanner's getting baptized in the Mormon church, everyone finds out, yeah. right? Yeah. And everyone in my bubble is Southern Baptist. Of course. And have the same beliefs as my as my grandma. So the thought of calling a friend of mine and being like, hey, um, my grandma kicked me out. And he's like, why? Well, I'm getting baptized Mormon. Well, the parents don't want me hanging out with the kids. You know what right. I mean? Right, exactly. So I had a car, and that's where I stayed at for three weeks, three or four weeks until I got baptized. Oh, my God. And um, I didn't really understand what I was doing. All I knew is what I was doing was right. You know, it just felt like this is part of what being a believer of Christ is all about. I was, I was very ignorant in the scriptures and stuff, but it just felt like at the time that um, what I was doing was right. So you never had any, like, second guessing after you were kicked out? There was a couple of different, you know, points, obviously. Yeah. I was tired of eating ramen, you know what I mean? Like, it was, yeah, it was like, rough. I can't yeah. even imagine. <laughs> but, I mean, it was, but, I mean, to say that I ever questioned or, or like, rethought um, getting baptized, I can't say that I did. I can't say that I ever came to that conclusion. Um, but I made it to March 16th, 2013, and... Um, I get down to the baptismal font, and my little grandma's sitting there. I look out. Wow. I had no idea she was coming. Now, she was wearing all black. Oh. She was. She was wearing all black. 
Um, oh she felt like, you know. It was a funeral. It was a funeral at some point, right? <laughs> Uh, oh, I had a convert on my mission who who actually her mom did the same thing when, when I, I, as I was baptizing her. Uh-huh. Her both of her parents were black to the bapt- oh, to, to the, to the baptism, God. so it, yeah, it was cool that she was my convert. We kind of had similar stories, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was funny. It was definitely funny. Um, so was she pretty upset, or did she kind of accept it? Um, at this point, I mean, I think remember she's a grandma, right? And she loved me a whole lot. So it, I think it killed her more than it killed me to be out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So at this point, it was more like, okay, like, um, I think you can come back now. Just don't ever bring a Mormon in my house. Don't ever speak a Mormon. I don't even want to find a book of Mormon in the house. Like, it was just, like, wow. anti-Mormon, yeah. right? Wow. Very, very anti-Mormon. And so that's that's how I lived. And did they know much about the church, or was it just that anything other than their belief is what? So, so I mean, like like anything, I feel like a lot of people that are anti, now obviously you have your good anti, and then you have your what you hear, right? Yeah. My grandma was a what you hear, was a very, was a very what the preacher said. Okay. Um, and she just believed that the whole thing was, was man-made. Does that make sense? Yeah. So like I'm putting my salvation in Joseph Smith rather than I'm putting it in God, right? right? And so that's what, how my grandparents felt for, and that's how my, my family still feels, is that I'm okay. brainwashed and that I worship Joseph Smith. Right, so, right. Yeah. Okay. And another question too, because I know we get a ton of messages and questions about people who are under 18 Mm -hmm. and they're wanting to join the church, but their parents are saying, Hey, you're not allowed to get baptized or their word. When they get baptized, eventually they're going to get cut off from Mm -hmm. their family. So do you just really quick have any advice or how did you deal with that situation? It's going to happen, right? Like I feel like the inevitable is that if your parents are really threatening and really feel that vehemently strong about the religion and you go ahead and get baptized anyway, Mm -hmm. um, what I've learned is that there will be a war. I mean, it's inevitable. I can't. I, I can't dance around. I have so many friends who went through some of the same stuff, and every story starts with there was a war, but then they realized that, they, that I was their son or daughter, right? Mm-hmm. And they don't forget that. I mean, if parents truly love their kids, um, which mine did, you know, luckily mine did and just took care of me well, then they'll come around. Okay. And it might seem hard in the in the middle of it. Um, and you might question what you're doing, but you will definitely, they'll, they'll come around. Cool. I have faith in that. So, so then you were baptized and you got to move back in mm-hmm. and so you finished up high school and then what? Yeah. So I finished up high school and, um, I, I just really wanted to go on a mission. Mm-hmm. My grandma knew that Mormons left for two years to go out and do something. Right. And she always <laughs> told me, she said, Tanner, if you, if you leave for two years, I'll die. My heart can't take it. She told me that every day, every day. She sounds so sweet. Oh, well, it's like out of love, right? It was just all out of love. And um, and three weeks before I put my mission papers in, she died. She passed away. And 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 you asked me earlier if I ever questioned what I was doing. I feel like that was the moment that I was like, "Holy Hannah, like, what am I doing?" You know what I mean? Like it was it was rough. But then. See, she died in November, and then about a month later, I got my mission call mm-hmm. to Argentina. It was an experience, you know, like, like, like looking back on it now, like it was definitely a, just life-changing. Yeah. It was, getting that mission call, not there with my grandma. You know, it was, it was different. But, yeah, I, I went out uh, to Argentina. I got sick. I went home. Um, I got recalled to the Washington Kennewick Mission. I got 
I got sick again, went home. I'm from Hermiston. Oh, are you really? I am. Really? So I came home twice, and then I went back out on my mission, and I broke my ankle, and then I went back home. Sheesh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and then I went back out <laughs> a fourth time, and then I finished. Back to Kennewick? Back to Kennewick. All three, so three times in Kennewick, four, uh, once in Argentina. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, I, I thought it was because you, you're from Yakko, what? Yakinville. Yakinville. Yeah, you were probably near Yakima, Washington. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was, it was. it was very similar. But yeah, it was. A lot of yaks in these parts <laughs> Only of the David world. would like notice that and bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool though. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry great. you had to suffer through, you know, that oh part my gosh, of yeah. the Northwest. It's Tell so us what that was like. Because I'm sure, I know some people who like come home from their mission mm-hmm. and they're sick and they just feel like awful and terrible and guilty. So mm-hmm. how did you overcome four different experiences like that? Yeah, um, in North Carolina, it wasn't as bad because mm-hmm. when I first came home, I came home from Argentina. And, and I've always said this, that I truly believe that it is a location thing, right? Mm-hmm. The members, the culture, it really, like there really is a culture in Utah and there really is a culture outside of Utah as yeah. far as the church is concerned. I believe that, I right? think so too. Um, Cause when I came home to North Carolina, like. I felt like I was just walking into a teddy bear. Everyone just wanted to love me. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was awesome. Yeah. So I went to North Carolina and then Kennewick, and then I went back to North Carolina and then and then to Proba. I moved out here. Um, it was definitely a different, like my ward. It was definitely a, like a In different Provo? feel. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It was definitely a different <laughs> feel. Like just, it seemed like like I would tell a girl that I didn't finish my mission, and it was just. Lost interest. In yeah, and then I, on top of that, like I got tattoos flaming everywhere, and it's just you hear my accent, and it just it just wasn't a very good fit for a lot of girls, and I just felt like I was, I don't know, the word I guess the, word, the good word would be judged. Yeah, yeah, we're good at that. Here yeah, in Utah it can be, but there's a lot of good people yeah. in Utah. There's yeah. a lot of great people here in Utah. It's a different culture. Yeah, you know. So coming home, I I think it was just more of. Um, I, it, like I said, it it is a location thing. Like, like depending on where you go, I, it's hard to speak for coming home because everyone has different experiences. Because my, I got the best of both worlds. I really did. I, I came home to just this loving ward, and then I came home to this like bitter ward. You know what I mean? So yeah. I had both experiences okay. for sure. So after your mission, you moved out. To Provo? Yeah, so my, my mission president, he actually said, Tanner, I don't feel like moving back to North Carolina is the best for you at this point. You're finishing your mission. And uh, he, told me he, he told me he wanted me to move to Provo. He's like, don't go back to North Carolina. And I moved out here. And, yeah, so now we're here. So it's, it's been good. Oh my gosh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> you like say it like, no big deal, but I'm like, that was the craziest story ever. Yeah, it's, it's and the good. journey continues. Yeah, it does. Yeah, right so on. what are you doing now? So I I met a really good girl I'm dating Yay. right now. Yeah, she's also a ginger. It's a it, it kind of it's a weird oh, little good. mix. I know, right? No, just that's perfect. To there needs to be more gingers in the world. I know, and gingers can date gingers, I believe. I really do believe <laughs> so, so they can too. reproduce more gingers. Yes, no, I love Yes. Her. I it's beautiful. great. Um, I'm dating. I'm at work. Um, I'm restarting school up this summer, and I'm running outcasted. Me and my mm-hmm. team are putting together these videos, and um, I'm doing a lot of speaking. Cool. So, uh, like next week, I'm going to Vegas, and then we're going to Canada and Bama wow. and Arkansas, and kind of based on your conversion story. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. So yeah, it's fun. Well, and so since you are convert, like, where are you now with your like progression in the church? How are you feeling about everything? Yeah. Um, I, so for the longest time, I have, I never struggled with the culture. I mean, like, I know people who really do. And obviously, I was sort of a, 
I was sort of engulfed into it. I got treated sort of poorly at first. But um, as far as like my progression in the church, I would not be who I am today without it. And I stand by that. Like you can show me like the best anti in the world can come show me the most convincing stuff, right? And, and I've always felt strongly that the gospel has just changed me incredibly. You know, I quit, I quit dipping, I quit alcohol. I mean, I, you could see I've, I've been different places and it's, um, who I am today is nothing of who I was six or seven years ago. And I credit that all to the gospel. And I still have questions. I still learn. I'm still kind of getting better and I make mistakes. But I think if people can just grasp the concept that we're never going to be perfect in this life and we're never going to have a perfect knowledge of the gospel, if we can just continue getting there and, and understand that we're going to fall, then I think the gospel is a lot easier at that point. And allowing it to keep on changing us. Mm -hmm. Yep, absolutely. Right on. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. That was an incredible story. Be sure to thank Tanner in the comments. I know that will probably help a ton of you guys here in similar situations. So. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Subscribe to the channel. Go check out Outcasted. Subscribe to his channel. I'll have and, all uh, links below. Yep. All his stuff. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to watch our videos, check us out on YouTube or shoot us a message on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter.